0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Pod Lasso Talking Ted with Jess and Logan. Round three fight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Um, Jess.
0: I'm Logan. And hopefully, there are no more tech issues. You may or may not have a bunch of bonus stuff at the end of this episode of me (laughs) when in a high pitched voice swearing a lot.
1: yeah no it was weird like i mean you sounded fine but it would just cut in and out and in and out and in and out it was driving me and now
0: it's not doing it we're using your recorder Mm -hmm. it has to be something in skype
1: um i blame skype always
0: (laughs) so (laughs) yeah i guess my mission this week is going to finally be Get the fuck off of Skype.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of options. There's just not a lot of reliable free options. So while we're yeah. recording, I, I mean I, I have several hardware recorders. I have I have no problem running running it. <laughs> so we could do that yeah. for the time being.
0: <laughs> so yeah, hopefully no more issues. Um, so anyway, We're going to talk about, finally, Ted Lasso, Season 2, Episode 1, Goodbye Earl. Uh, We've already had this discussion, so sorry, Jess. (laughs) Um, As I want to do at the beginning of every episode, there's a question, and the question I came up with for this week is, do you like country music, and if so, who do you like?
1: <laughs> um yes i I do like country music for the most part um i I tend to like more of like the modern stuff, and um, I also like um Zach Brown a lot, so I guess I would have to say. He's probably like my favorite to listen to. Although he's definitely, I feel like definitely more southern rock as opposed to country. But that might be why I gravitate toward his music more, because um, I do really like southern rock and, and blues and stuff. Um, although that's not exactly country, but I mean, I like some country stuff too. I just I don't listen to it as much as I as I, I used to anymore. So
0: yeah, I, I I didn't go on this side tangent before, but. I I used to. Well, I didn't live there. My dad used to live in um, Dothan, Alabama. Well, outside of Dothan, Alabama. Huh, um, I've actually been there. Which Dothan is like bad enough, but like this was it was <laughs> Hartford, Alabama, and so you they had one fast food restaurant. It was a Hardee's, and it was literally in the parking lot of the school. Oh wow. So, because that was the only way they could get any business. Um, They had two radio stations. Do you want to guess what those two radio stations were?
1: Country and country?
0: Uh, Country and rap.
1: Oh, whoa. Okay. I was not (laughs) expecting that. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
0: They also only got two music channels with their cable package. Also country and rap. So, uh, <laughs> when he lived down there, the few years he lived down there, our summers were only filled with country music and rap music, which probably is why I hate like quote, modern country <laughs> because <laughs> for three months out of my year for like four years, it was all I could listen to <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: or rap music. And my dad was not having that. <laughs> so we could only listen to rap music when he wasn't around. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I do. I will say I don't like country, but I do, like I like Willie Nelson a lot. I like I like that style. Mm. Um, I really like modern artists. I like Shooter Jennings, uh, Waylon Jennings' son. Mm. I think he's really really good. Nice. That's so, cool. um, I I I think the country music question. The only other one I could come up with was: Have you ever had a pet that died? Because as we're about to talk about, like uh, that's the genesis of this episode, did not want to start on let's talk about dead pets. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's true because I might start crying. But yes, uh, suffice it to say, I have, I have had to put down pets for before. Uh,
0: our, 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 I say our dog. I live with my sister in law and my niece, but it's their dog, but. I'm here a lot with the dog Roxy and uh, I'm sure she's barked on this podcast. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she had some about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, she, she like stopped eating. She stopped oh, like no. really moving, stopped. And I was just like, and the dog is 12 Yeah, and I'm just like, Oh fuck. Like, this is it, man. Like this is going to be so bad. And then, my sister-in-law took her to the vet and they were like oh no she ate something that was like she ate a frog or something Oh, so <laughs> they they gave her like a, some antibiotics and some probiotics and some prebiotics and cuz like she not to get any more graphic than she just wouldn't go to the bathroom at all oh. like anything and she also wouldn't eat or drink so oh no and the, the vet was like give her this for 2 days and she'll be fine Literally three days later, she's out in the yard chasing squirrels. So,
1: (laughs) well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad her Um, time had not quite come yet.
0: Yeah, because oh my god, that's so awful. I have not had to deal with that in a very long time. And oh my god, I don't think I could handle it. I know they couldn't handle it.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's like literally the worst thing in the world. No, we, um, we the, the first pet my husband and I ever ever owned, we had to put down two summers ago. Oh. And I was very pregnant at the time as well. But that was the first one that I was present for. We had we had a dog that we had to put down a few years before that. Um, but my husband handled that. And then my childhood pet that got put down my my dad handled that so that was the first one that I had to you know be present for she was she was like my like she was like my cat kind of like I mean we we both like adopted her and we both loved her very much but she I was like her person so Yeah, that was like literally the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And we've got four more pets. So, but (laughs) in
0: the next couple of. You do have a house full, man. (laughs) Let me just
1: tell you I've got two cats, I've got two dogs, and I've got two kids and a (laughs) husband. (laughs) No, I don't have two husbands. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Uh, Oh oh my God. That is, that sounds like a nightmare to me. (laughs)
1: And an aquarium, but that's my husband and my daughter's deal. It's, yeah.
0: I So uh, I said we weren't going to talk about this, but now we're talking. about. Yeah, it. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, I, I had an aquarium for a long time. And I, two things. I probably wasn't a great aquarium owner. I mean, it was a real aquarium, like, pump. I cleaned it. It wasn't, like, nasty. But yeah. also, there uh, when I had one, there was no, like, big, big pet store chains around here Uh so literally the only place you could buy fish was from like Walmart or Kmart back when there was a Kmart and so those fish aren't always like in the greatest shape to begin with so I got really used to flushing fish down the toilet
1: yeah yeah
0: after about a year I was just like I'm not doing this anymore. Like I'm literally just paying the money. And three months later being like, Oh, that fish died.
1: <laughs> I know that's the worst. Oh. Uh,
0: so I, was like, I could just do this with goldfish. They cost a, a dollar. <laughs> like it's true. It's just wasting money and also killing me as well. So um, <laughs> we bring all that up because if you've seen the season premiere of Season two of Les, uh, Ted Lasso, not Led Tasso. That comes <laughs> up much later. <laughs> yes, um, it does. Uh, uh, Danny, the, it literally opens with Danny, our favorite uh well, my favorite player on the team. I can't speak for Jess. <laughs> um,
1: I do. I do love it. As of this current team, right No, Sam, I got to go, Sam. Okay. I'm going Yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't think I was fully on the Sam train until about halfway through this season.
1: Well, yeah, but hindsight. So Sam. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hindsight. Definitely Sam. But uh, yeah, uh, Danny takes a, it's not a, it's no, it's a penalty shot mm-hmm. in extra time. Right? I think Uh, is what they say.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if it's a penalty shot next year. It was basically the last play of the game, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh, their mascot, Earl, the Greyhound, who we've literally (laughs) never seen (laughs) until now. And, like, that's my one. Maybe my only huge gripe in all of Ted Lasso is we (laughs) open season two with Danny Killing a dog that we've never seen before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe once Um, in passing in season one, like in a background shot. Like I, I want to say maybe, but yeah, Uh, but yeah, I think that's a fair point. (laughs)
0: Like football to the head. (laughs) Uh, I guess that, so the dog gets off its leash, I guess, which I mean, that's, like, I feel bad for Danny, but also owner. Like, really, dude?
1: <laughs> it's kind mm-hmm. of a gimmicky scene a little bit, but...
0: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the, the dog's, like, chasing a bird and literally jumps, like, into the net as Danny kicks and uh, football to the head. And luckily we don't see it. Although there is a graphic thing later. Yeah. Which, they didn't have to go that hard. No. With the blood,
1: I know, yeah. I I, for, I had forgotten about that scene until like it started, and I was like, oh, 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 I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, thankfully, they don't, I mean, they can't show, I mean, I guess they could show it the other way around, but obviously, I mean, they're not really going to kill a dog <laughs> to film a TV show, but
0: uh, in, I mean, I, not to jump ahead, but like in Danny's dream when he re dreams it, yeah. Like, it's a cartoon dog, so you think it might be like a little, like morbidly funny, but then they do the whole like, just blood splattering into Danny's face, and it's like, why did you do this?
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That took an odd <laughs> turn, like real quick. I was like, hmm, well, all right, we're we're going there. That just is not very Ted Lasso, but okay. <laughs> um.
0: Uh. So. So yeah, Danny kills a dog resulting in i forget how many in a row the announcers say but it's like the seventh or eighth maybe ninth tie
1: i think this is the eighth one they said they've had seven draws up until that point
0: right draw sorry i shouldn't i'm my ted is showing i said tie and not draw
1: it's okay i say soccer all the time because i grew up playing it and you know that's like the worst thing you can say in england
0: (laughs) which also not we don't even have to like go further than this but i just read something about how many tickets Atlanta United is selling per game
1: Are oh, they Holy sell out shit! like regularly
0: Don't they it, That's yeah they they sell more tickets they average more ticket sales than now the Washington Commanders aren't maybe the best example but like i think the commanders the n f l team averages like forty seven something, and uh atlanta united is averaging over fifty something
1: yeah like well thousand yeah and mercedes benz is huge yeah. i mean if you sell i mean i think a sold out stadium is elite- is closer to a hundred thousand isn't it
0: yeah. Um, I think they've sold out a couple of times this season.
1: Yeah, they've sold out. Yeah, they've sold out uh, about a handful of times. I think uh, in their tenure in Atlanta, it's been about this is their fifth season.
0: So, um, I also have a, a good friend of mine that I work with since who just took a job in Atlanta, oh. and uh, so it means he's closer to me. And uh, he was, we were texting back and forth. He was like, "We should get together since I'm only an hour away." I was like, yeah, I'd love to go to a Braves game. He was like, "Ah, I don't do baseball. Do you watch uh, soccer? I was like, "Uh, that's funny you mention that. My (laughs) friend Jess and I have been talking about we need to get together and go see Atlanta United. So uh, that that might get the ball rolling. So I'll keep you informed. Anyway. Please don't. um, (laughs) So, so yeah, they they can't win a match. Um, Yeah. Eight straight draws. Dead dog. Like, it is... Like the Ooh. absolute, other than like eight straight losses, I guess it's the worst way to start a season. <laughs>
1: but they're still. What does Rebecca say? Oh, they,
0: look at this, like Ted, you're still undefeated. Uh,
1: exactly. I was like, I mean, wait to look on the bright side, but like eight, eight draws, eight ties in a row, like that's that's nuts. So that just doesn't happen in in American sports.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, tie as it's called in uh, American football I mean in all well they only play 16 games but uh, in all 16 games might happen or actually I think they play 17 now might happen three times like in across all teams Mm -hmm. in one season maybe three times and that's probably only happened a handful of times in 35 years So usually it's one or two ties per season for all of the NFL. So, yeah, starting with seven, eight straight draws is, like, that's it. But, again, like she said, at least you didn't lose. So um, we do get to meet uh, a new player uh, starting this episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to not say it with the right inflection jan
1: jan he's dutch
0: dutch yes what do you think about jan
1: (laughs) i forgot that they introduced him this episode because you do get to see a little bit more of him as the as the season goes by so i kind of forgot he was brand new for the season um but he's just he's so deadpan and like part of me kind of loves it and part of me is kind of like did he really just say that
0: <laughs> i think my favorite thing is when uh is it sam or somebody is talking about how bad they played mm-hmm. or the mistakes they made and he's, he's like i didn't make any mistakes
1: oh, it's colin yeah he's like, i didn't make no, any mistakes right. colin
0: like i, I was perfect down there he's
1: like, oh he's not being mean he's just dutch i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> that's hilarious I feel like very true. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But, yeah, uh, when uh, Ted goes up to basically apologize for another draw to Rebecca and uh, Keeley's there, Higgins is there, uh, which we get this fun little thing with Higgins about how he has to go home because he's watching Empire Strikes Back with his, his boys tonight. Yeah. And he has to be prepared to answer the questions about Luke and Leia making out with each other. (laughs) Which, I mean, I I don't know. I guess I'm so, like, entrenched in Star Wars stuff that when anybody talks about that, I'm just like, how do people not, like, I don't know. To me, it's like, oh, yeah, 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 that happened.
1: It still weirds me out to this day, though. Yeah. (laughs) It still weirds me out to this day. Like... (laughs) Every time you rewatch that movie, I'm just like, oh, no, can can we just, oh, no, do we have to do this? Like, <laughs> like even though, like, knowing, like, I know, you know, the story, I know where the characters are, I know they, they don't realize it, but I'm just like, eh. just, this is so cringy.
0: Especially the one in Empire. Now, the, the she yeah. kisses him in uh, A New Hope, but it's just like, she does the, like, kiss on the cheek, and she's like, for luck, as they swing over the thing. But yeah. like in Empire, when they come back from the 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 Wampa fight, uh-huh. um, and like she she gets into it with Han, literally walks in there and just like I mean, she practically jumps on the bed mm-hmm. to make out with Luke.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, and it, then Luke is so proud of it. I know. But I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't. It, it does it weird It does. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, weird, it weirds me out. My question is though. I'm, I guess I'm assuming that they've already seen this more than once if he's that, having to prepare, because otherwise right. they would be none the wiser. So clearly they've they've this is not the first time he's watched it with all of them.
0: Yeah. I, so I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, curious uh, if like because they don't get into it, but my thought was that they must be watching them out of order somehow. Or something, because like if they already know that Luke and Leia are brother and sister, or I maybe just assumed, that's just because it's a common knowledge thing.
1: I just assume they're rewatching, like it's so, you know, they they every so often they you know binge Star Wars, you know, like most people do. Um, yeah, and he even, does
0: have like nine kids i
1: mean he's yeah he's got like five or six kids the one is often like seminary or whatever but the rest of them are home and the little one isn't really like that little like even i mean my daughter's too young to pick up on it but she has seen those movies multiple times although she doesn't i don't she doesn't she doesn't quite get it like that part thankfully goes over her her head <laughs>
0: i don't think i thought much of it when i was a kid either and yeah. as an adult i'm just like what the fuck was he thinking man <laughs>
1: yeah well exactly well because she can't so she's she's not allowed to watch any of the new stuff any of the disney plus stuff any of the new the news the new trilogy or whatever they call it um any of the new stuff period because it's too violent but we let her watch the original and the the pre the first two prequels she's allowed to watch she's not allowed to watch the third one (laughs)
0: yeah that third one Pretty dark, man.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, you can't, you can't watch it. You can't watch the third one.
0: <laughs> you can't see. It. You can't watch Anakin Skywalker murder children. Sorry, Nope. not happening.
1: Or watch him like literally be burned up
0: almost oh, yeah. completely oh, yeah.
1: up to a crisp and then rebuilt. And no, nope.
0: It's such a that's. I mean, that might be the best scene in all the prequels, though the Obi Wan Anakin fight. It is, is so good.
1: She's watched but... the Lego version of it. Oh, uh, Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> There was a Lego version on YouTube, and we, we watched that, and it's not as quite as graphic. But I was like, we shouldn't even be, really be watching this, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> um, I think this is the first time Star Wars has come up on Ted Lasso, though.
1: How is that possible? You're such like a huge Star Wars person. Yeah, I like Star Wars, I don't,
0: I mean... but I'm not.
1: I'm not an original trilogy buff. I think it's cheesy. But
0: yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure we've talked The Mandalorian. I'm sure we've talked The Mandalorian. Wow, well, no, so, I love The
1: Mandalorian, okay. but you, I'm not current on it to answer your question um. from an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that people may or may not ever hear. Right. Um, so while we're up in Rebecca's office, we find out that she is dating someone who she's kind of enamored with, although that plays out really differently than i thought it was when i first watched the episode
1: yeah yeah you know i had forgotten about this guy um i was like are they already introducing banter and then i was like no they can't because it's like the the whole thing with banter is like a huge like deal within the uh within the season but um i had for- completely forgotten about him but you know one as it started like coming up, I was like, "Oh right, it's this guy and these scenes and oh, with Roy and Keeley. Oh my gosh, I love, I love the the post mortem after the yes. date." Uh,
0: speaking of Roy, we find out a that he's retired, mm-hmm. um, and b what he's been up to in his retirement.
1: <laughs> Some of the best scenes. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I,
0: I mean, honest to God, I think I could watch a whole show about just. Roy being an uncle.
1: Yes. I am so here for that spinoff. Let's make that it's happen.
0: So fucking adorable man. Like they're just that that kid is perfect.
1: She's great. Just perfect. She's great. I do really like her. She grows um, up quickly, um, between between seasons because yeah, it's so long um, and kids, you know, change fast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, because, like, you see her very briefly, and she has, like, one prominent episode, right, in season one, Mm -hmm. and, like, she's a foot taller in season two.
1: (laughs) And, like, all of her teeth have come in. Like, she still had baby teeth. Teeth and like her adult teeth are like partially grown in, so like, you could you could tell it'd been like a few years, and that you know the the actors was at the time probably six and is now probably eight or nine. <laughs> I didn't yeah, I didn't and, look it up, but I mean,
0: and it was two years between two and three yeah so uh even older now although i don't think she's gotten much taller but you can definitely tell she's yeah she's gotten older so but you i can. mean she's so good i'm so happy they didn't recast oh, just yeah. to keep her you know looking the same age
1: yeah so. that would have been that would have been worse i'm glad they stuck with the the same actress because she really does such a great job i love her
0: although and uh, we can talk about this when uh we actually see ted's kid again I, I do not like the kid that plays Ted's kid.
1: <laughs> no, I don't really either. I think that I think Phoebe was cast much better, but she has more screen time. So
0: yeah, um, the 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 thing on the park bench is just—it's so. Uh... Just fun and funny and like when when <laughs> Phoebe tells her, she's like, can you hold? She's like, well, they have ice cream or something, right? So like, we hold this and she's writing down like how much money Roy owes her for the swearing.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's, it's like up to like what, 1200 pounds? Yes. Or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, is he ever going to pay that? Uh, maybe he'll just stick it in a college fund or something.
0: Um, and we find out that Keeley wants him to become a football pundit <laughs> uh, and be one of the guys that talks about football on the telly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Roy is very verbally adamant against it.
1: I know. Like, it, it feels like, in one way, it feels very Roy, but in another way, it feels very anti Roy so it's a it's a it's a fun thing yeah it's uh it's fun
0: that it's probably my favorite it's definitely my favorite journey of the season which is weird because there's so many some so many bigger journeys like Ted's and Sam's and Mm -hmm. but like Roy's is just low-key my favorite from like I don't know what to do with myself now that I've retired I get talked into I mean like Little bit of spoilers gets talked into doing something he doesn't want to do and then winds up discovering something he should have been doing the whole time
1: exactly.
0: It's such a good and it the fact that we start out with him just coaching Phoebe's team, yeah, because he doesn't know what to do with himself is just it's so good.
1: It has, and it just, it makes perfect sense. Like I just, because he's very much a big part of her life. And, you know, like, I mean, I think it, it keeps him within the sport and it makes, it makes sense. Like, I mean, that's all he knows. That's all he knows is football. So he needs, he needs an outlet for that for sure. So I love it. Uh, I I'm with you there. There are a lot bigger journeys, but I love Roy's journey. I love, it. love his story this season.
0: And it's just, it's hard not to just love everything he does. Um, you know?
1: Also true
0: um so we we already talked about Danny's dream we don't have to go over the graphic oh, <laughs> nature God. of killing a second dog, right? an animated one in the episode, yeah um and the, the the gist of really this episode is that well Danny has the yips, which you're not supposed to say, <laughs> which um, is
1: a very amusing scene,
0: <laughs> yes uh, uh, uh all everything that has to do with danny and the yips i found hysterical from like Mm -hmm. them freaking out because they said yips Mm -hmm. uh just to from like danny taking (laughs) ted walks out of because he i skipped over the scene with him and rebecca and the girl talk and the painted nails that's funny
1: that's hilarious
0: Uh, when he walks out and and they're like we got a problem coach and Danny just like not only does he kick the ball 10 <laughs> feet above the goal <laughs> he falls down when he does it
1: I know. I know it's just like it's just like classic like oh no something's wrong <laughs> like this only <laughs> happens when you're like 8 <laughs>
0: um so yeah i mean you played did you have you ever seen a player that like that off their game
1: no honestly no I've I've never seen anyone get that off their game it I think I think it's more of a a mental thing with uh with professional athletes for sure because it becomes like all consuming and it get they it like really gets in their head and that's what what messes them up in the first place but, um, no, personally, I've, I've never witnessed that happen in my, in my tenure of playing sports throughout my life.
0: And, and they bring up a very specific example in the episode talking about, uh, uh, Chuck Knobloch, uh, mm. who, uh, if you know, major league baseball, uh, famously at one point in his career could not throw the ball to first base. <laughs> like, um, they they even I think I mentioned this last episode how I rewatched Major League two. Yes. And there Major League two there's a character who's a catcher who can't throw the ball. To yes. The yes. And so, you know, it. I said I think I said like I, I realized how much Ted Lasso borrows from the Major League franchise. You, you can kind of count it, but like it is a very like pretty common thing not common but it is a thing that like you said happens with professional athletes where just all of a sudden they can't they just can't do it you know Uh, usually it's like a batting slump or you know something like like, it's not so severe
1: yeah (laughs) i can't throw the ball (laughs) exactly yeah it's like writer's block you know i mean like professional writers get writer's block i mean this is like the professional athletes version of writer's block right um but I, I think one of the things that I love in that scene is where they, the, this is one of the things that we were, we were talking about earlier, but they, they bring up things that you don't say like Macbeth in a the theater or Voldemort <laughs> yeah. at Hogwarts or yeah. soccer in England. <laughs> I just love that whole sequence. It cracked me up.
0: Uh, yeah. It's probably my favorite, like straight up uh, jokey sequence in the episode. Because it also, like, the joke doesn't play because of the room. But uh, Ted's saying, when he's like, like Chuck Knoblox, throw to first. Or Charles Barkley's golf swing. The joke does not play. <laughs> but it makes me laugh every time. Because it's, like, dude, you're making a joke that two people in the country understand.
1: <laughs> also true. Yeah. Also true. Because
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Nobody in England is watching American basketball,
1: <laughs> uh yeah, no definitely not no,
0: no, I mean most of America doesn't watch American basketball,
1: I know, although ironically that's been on my on in my house lately but...
0: yeah, well, I mean it's the, the, at this time of year, March and April, that's when everybody watches basketball the rest mm-hmm. of the year. it's just you know unless it's uh you know a big big team, nobody cares, so which is sad, so yeah. Uh,
1: well, the rest of the year it's either hockey or football for us, so maybe yeah, football.
0: So, uh, um, so, uh, oh, uh, hey, so where are we at? Higgins brings up bringing in a therapist to help Danny with the yips, mm-hmm. and Ted's reaction is eventually to say, "Let's do it," while shaking his head no. Which um, is so great, and thus begins Ted's journey. With uh, I not therapy because he's been in therapy before, but like, I guess us seeing why Ted is not a fan of therapists.
1: Yes, which comes home at a later date that I was not expecting. Because when I rewatched this episode, I was like, "Ooh, is that is that some foreshadowing they've they've done here, or is yeah. that?" Backstory, we didn't realize we we knew. Anyways, um, we won't talk about that just yet. <laughs> that that was, that um, was crazy. Uh, but Doctor Sharon, I love Doctor Sharon. Doctor Sharon. So,
0: so yeah, she's the probably the biggest cast member of the season that gets introduced. Um, mm-hmm. And I I mean I don't think this is spoilers for season three. We've yet to really see how her role might be in season three. Um, But uh, she becomes like the biggest thing in this season, I think.
1: Yes, I I would say so. I mean, a lot of, most of this season really revolves around her. I mean, it really does in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, What did you think about her at first?
1: I mean, you know, at first you could tell, I mean, she's like literally ted's antithesis right Mm -hmm. i mean she's like his polar opposite and it's just so interesting especially like knowing the evolution that kind of goes on over the season like it was nice to come back to their like initial interaction and just kind of remind remind myself of kind of where they started because like at first i was just like i get the professional distance but she seems like Kind of cold, but all but kind of to me, it was like she was picking up on Ted's how do I put this like a dislike? I think she was like picking up on his body language or something, something non verbal. She could tell he was just dis, distrustful of therapy or the therapeutic process. And I don't want to say she was like threatened by it, but she was definitely trying to like neutralize him, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and, and he. I mean, he's ted. Everything he does is kind of I don't want to say a fake aid or like an act or anything like, but it is mm-hmm. what he does to mask anything he's really going through. Oh yeah. So yeah. he always she, and has she that She sees positive... straight through it.
1: Yeah, he's always got that positive front and she but she she knows. She knows there's something underneath. Yeah, that's a good that's I a good mean, point.
0: F- from the jump, man. Mm-hmm. When he's like, "Do you think you can help Danny?" and she's like, "Are you good at your job?"
1: He's
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, "Oh, uh, what?" He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, "As good as you are at your job, I'm three times better at mine." I... It's like, "Damn."
1: I know. I was like, "Ooh." Uh,
0: I I think the first time I watched it, I was I was ready. F- I was not ready for what it would become. I thought, "Oh, oh here we no. go this is going to be like the battle of Ted's like, I guess, power of positive thinking kind of, mm-hmm. that's not really it, but you know, his manner of doing things uh, kind of ignoring them and pretending like there's not a problem versus like actually digging in and like, which one is going to win out? Like, where are they going to go with this? And uh, I mean, where it goes, I did not expect, but you know, um, I, I guess the the thing i that could have happened that I would have least expected is if they would have wound up in bed together, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> but certainly, I was just like, "Oh, I do not like this woman."
1: Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, initially, especially because she comes in like opposing Ted, and you're like, "Everybody loves Ted." Like, how do you not love Ted? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the initial. You just want to be
0: on his side, you know. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's got a point, and. But yeah, she just sees straight through his bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she knows he's kind of putting on a front, which I think, at this point, not a lot of people know. Uh, but a lot, lot will come to light a little bit later. We get to peel back some of the uh, TED onion layers, if you will.
0: Um. So uh, I, I think it's the scene after we meet. The therapist is the double date scene. Which I, you alluded to earlier,
1: maybe I don't know the order of the scenes. I didn't, I didn't take any like detailed
0: notes. I have, I have notes, but my notes are so vague. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I have a bunch of, I just, I can't, I did not put Doctor Sharon. I just kept putting therapist, and I was like, I don't know which scene that is because I just put therapist. Um, <laughs> but the 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 double date, uh, which uh, yes, is. Uh, Okay, so we get to meet Rebecca's new boyfriend, Mm -hmm. who also, I was very much like, yeah, I get what you see in him. But like, he also, like, I I didn't like him not because I thought he was a jerk or anything. Mm -hmm. But just he seems so arrogant.
1: Right? Yes. And did you notice he only talks about musical theater? Which, yes. <laughs> I love musical theater. Like, I was at a show on Wednesday night. However, it's not the only thing that I talk
0: about. And the famous people he's met while uh, he backstage at whatever musical theater performance he was at, because he's got backstage passes to, uh, what, what is the theater in London that everybody goes to?
1: The West End.
0: Uh, Yes, the West End. <laughs> um like good for you, dude. <laughs> like
1: Right? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. I was like um like the stories are fun and he doesn't seem like a total douche, but there's just something there that he it was just like a little pompous a little bit. And I was like, "Yeah." Yep. I was like, like "How he's not...
0: great am I cuz I met Martin Short." Yeah. So. All right, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like Unless you're talking about you meeting him during Only Murders in the Building. That's like literally <laughs> all the things. That's literally all I talk about. Another show I am not caught up on. However I'm uh, so
0: excited for season three. Oh, god, uh, I gotta
1: finish season two. On my uh, <laughs> growing list of things to do.
0: Roy's reaction to this guy is fucking perfect.
1: Right? This is like my favorite thing. I I absolutely love his assessment of him because it's so spot on.
0: While he's talking, every time a waiter goes by, Roy's like, "I'm gonna need another drink.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm really, need
0: another one of these. I need two more of these." <laughs> I
1: love how at the end he's just like grabbing the guy by the arm. He's like, "No, seriously, I need two more drinks." <laughs>
0: um, and I mean, good on Rebecca for like. A, asking for like an honest answer and Roy actually given one because like Keely was not going to give her a straight answer
1: No, and that's that's the tricky thing about women's relationships sometimes is like sometimes you kind of have to support your friend even if you think the guy they're dating kind of sucks
0: Yeah I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've also been on the other end where I did the Roy thing. And then, like, then I got some dude going like, why don't you like me? And I'm just like, oh, fuck, why did you tell him that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that only works if they break up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, I've, I've seen it. I've seen Roy's quote on, like, so much Ted Lasso merchandise yeah don't you i think he says don't you fucking dare settle for fine they leave out the f-bomb but uh i've seen don't you dare settle for fine uh like um on so many things is it fine or okay
1: i think he says fine because you deserve i think that no i think he does say that and then he puts the f-bomb in the next part is you yeah, yeah you deserve like oh god I can't remember exactly what he says but it's brilliant and I love it
0: yeah it's such a good moment and it just I don't know it's shit like that that when you like oh Brett Goldstein's won two Emmys no shit
1: <laughs> right I know I love him he's so great I'm like oh um, I could watch you all day long <laughs> please more of you <laughs>
0: Um. so uh, like the, in like literally two scenes later, she's with uh, Rebecca's with that dude at a coffee shop, and he is once like you said once again chatting about musical theater mm-hmm. and some famous person he's met, and like she just not loses it. She just tones him out, and when she comes back too, she's like, "I," she's like, "I'm always right. I deserve better than this." Mm-hmm. Um, and i love his i'm sorry are you breaking up with me
1: i know i thought that was great and then um and i did find the quote by the way which i'll say in a second but uh what i loved was that she's just kind of like um coffees are on me and he's like okay yeah that's fair <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh that's like the most honest thing you've said <laughs> oh but the uh the official thing that he says is you deserve someone who makes you feel like you've been struck by fucking lightning don't you yes. dare settle for fine
0: yep don't you dare
1: settle for fine yeah
0: mm-hmm. um it's such a good quote man such um, a
1: good delivery brett goldstein for the win
0: uh so uh, i i honestly thought that this was going to be a like when we get introduced to that guy literally three scenes before that I was like oh so this is going to be Rebecca's arc this season yeah like oh will they won't they with this guy she has to make up her mind literally five minutes later she's like yeah I'm not I don't want to do this
1: I, I was not expecting that either in fact so much so that I eventually completely forgot that this guy even existed <laughs> <laughs> by the end of season two so yeah here we are
0: <laughs> um so more about Roy, because I, the, I wanted to ask this from the jump, but I was like, no, I have to wait till we get there. Because <laughs> uh, it's it's the end of the episode. Um, well, before that, Ted uh, goes up to talk to Sharon. And, like, he sees all the other... Mm. Uh, well, a couple of other athletes, like, waiting to to have a session with her. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty... Beaten up about it, and I—I I don't know. I think the first time I watched it, I thought it was more of a just like his feelings on therapy thing. Yeah. But wa- watching it this past few times, I feel like it's kind of a jealousy thing.
1: You know, it might be a little bit that kind of calls back to the the scene with um, him and Beard in the bar, yes. where he's he's talking to, he's talking about all of that, um, and that's that's something that we have to talk about a little bit later to dig into the details of, but that, that particular scene definitely brought up some questions for me on a rewatch for sure. Um, kind of like knowing what we know. And then, um, I, but on the first watch, I'm, I'm with you. I, I feel like he was more like, like just kind of like, Oh, like, I don't really believe in this. Like, why are these like, why, you know, like, why are they putting all their stock, you know, in, in therapy and, kind of even almost like hurt, not from the fact that they were like choosing like her over him, but just from the fact that he was being shut out of the conversations, they make a really big deal of shutting the door this up in this episode. Um, that may continue to play out for the next couple. I can't quite remember, but
0: yeah, I know that there's a big scene in episode two where the door is shut and he comes in and they have a confrontation. So, Mm. um, so, but we can talk about that and, but yeah, I, I mean, even though, like, uh, which I skipped over, like, Dan- like Danny goes up to talk to her, and uh, half an hour later, he's back on the field, football is life, mm-hmm. but it's also death, but it's also life, and everything's okay, and he nails a shot from the corner, like, perfect. mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and,
0: and it's just, everything's okay, and so Ted goes up to thank her, and then it's like, oh, I guess it's like he feels like he's losing his team to somebody else.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, I think kind of what it felt like to me.
0: Um, but yeah, that bar thing, I not beyond the therapy talk, which we can get into in a second. Uh, cause it kind of spoilery for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, the Jim Blossoms thing. I don't know if you were a Jim Blossoms person because you're yeah. a little bit younger than me.
1: Um. Yeah. No. I know a good bit of their music. I actually saw them saw them live once. It was on what? those like revival tours. Yeah. Chastain.
0: I love the Jim Blossoms.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I saw them and Sugar Ray and Everclear and Marsh's Playground.
0: Love, oh, I love Everclear too. Man, that would have that would have been a hell of a concert.
1: Yeah. Well, it was. It was a a revival tour to though. I'm gonna tell you, Mike McGrath looks like the man looks like he hasn't aged a day in 25 <laughs> years. Let me just tell you, Um that was yeah. It was it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Uh Clear was kind of okay. You could really tell that they had aged the most. of yeah, all um, of them. But it was still fun. It, was, it that, was
0: a lot of fun. They lived pretty hard for a couple of years.
1: <laughs> I know. It was it was kind of it was kind of apparent. But yeah, I probably saw them like. I don't know, like 10 years ago,
0: oh wow, at this point, I, that still would have been a hell of a show, man.
1: Maybe not quite 10 years ago. It, well, no, it may have been, it was before my kids were born for sure. So, anyway, it was a good show. Just
0: nobody <laughs> ever talks about the gym blossoms, so that always makes me smile because I, I used to love the gym blossoms, um, but still do, I shouldn't say used to, um, so uh. <laughs> back to back to the roy thing that ends the episode. Yes. Um which is where I really wanted to start, but I waited patiently. <laughs> okay, is Roy fucking lying to everyone? Is Yoga Night not actually Yoga Night? Does he really just get together with a bunch of 50-year-old women and watch reality TV shows?
1: <laughs> no, it's it's both, it's both. They were okay. rolling up, they were rolling up yoga mats. They were all in workout gear. Um, but- I, thought,
0: I thought it was like a pretend thing Where you're like we're gonna dress like we're going To yoga then we're gonna go to uh, You know Amy's House over here and then we're just gonna drink wine And watch reality TV And nobody will be none the wiser
1: <laughs> I get the feeling that Roy is leading the yoga sessions and that they rotate houses and so he leads the session and then they all watch reality TV and drink rosé. That's my take on it and the reason I think that is because they have no idea who he, supposedly, who right. he really is. And so I feel like maybe he met one of them, like, at a yoga class or something, and they're like, oh, hey, would you be, you know, maybe you could teach us yoga or something. I don't know. I'm, like, totally making up this weird headcanon, but that's... Like,
0: I bet it was the one that was like, yoga in the park things right? that people do, where it's yeah. just like, oh, it's free. You just go and... You know, try to do yoga with everybody else. And then Roy was, like, you know, cursing out the guy that was leading the class. And then (laughs) accidentally got... We need this whole backstory. Accidentally got himself, like, elected uh, leader of the class because he ran the real guy off. Yeah.
1: Either... (laughs) It's either that, which I personally love. Um, I, I'm loving this backstory and this headcanon. Like totally, I'm rolling with it. It's either that or he like intentionally joined a yoga class with women over a certain age so that they didn't know who he was, so that no one would make fun of him for doing yoga and staying limber. And then it just sort of like they go to the same class together, like at their little yoga studio, and then they all go back to someone's house.
0: Gotcha. I, I could I, go, like, I could
1: see that too. But I really I, would rather see Roy being the one teaching the class <laughs> like at someone's house and they rotate. I want that so much more. I
0: I love that. I I also really like the idea of him going to yoga class after yoga class week after week (laughs) and every time somebody recognizes him he's just like fuck (laughs) this I'm out it just doesn't go back
1: yes oh okay I think that's my favorite (laughs) right there he just keeps her attending yoga classes until nobody knows who he (laughs) is and it's all 65 year old women
0: (laughs) Um, I love that so the one maybe the biggest thing in the episode that like it's a great episode, but Jamie was such a big part of season one that it's easy, if if you're watching it for the first time, to be like, where the fuck is Jamie? Did they just write him <laughs> out of the whole show? And no. No. Turns out Jamie has, uh, I, I don't, he didn't retire. We'll find out later. But, like, basically, he kind of took a break. From playing football mm-hmm. to uh, to be on a reality, I, I, what's the equivalent? I don't watch these shows. Is it like Love Island or something like that?
1: Um, I don't really watch these shows either, to be
0: honest. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have been presumptuous. I'm sorry. That was. <laughs> Uh, no surely you do (laughs) i mean they're so fucking popular i feel like everybody watches them but me
1: um except yeah everyone watches them but the two of us we're the only two people in the world who don't watch reality tv apparently um i i've kind of felt like it was it was kind of like their take on like like the the bachelor but like racier i'm certain there have been reality shows like this in the past i feel like 100%
0: 100% Fox is put on something that is exactly like this. Yeah,
1: but I have no idea, like, the names of some of these shows. Although, now that we're on the subject of it, my, my brain is spinning. Did Did you ever hear of a show called, it's like, Naked and Afraid or Naked and a, Something? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, what, like, what, what yes. the hell was that? <laughs> uh,
0: basically, it's like you go, I think they, like, drop you out in the middle of the woods with nothing. And then there's a camera crew out there filming you trying to survive.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's not as racy no, as it sounds. It's no, it's, re- like, it's really not. It's like a survivalist show. Yeah, I just, that was what popped in into my mind. I mean, it's reality TV, just not quite in the that, that way. So, I don't know. I,
0: so, yeah, Jamie's now a reality TV show star.
1: Yes. And...
0: Roy can't get through it without drinking more, <laughs> <laughs> which, so he calls Keely and they have this really sweet conversation and he says bye and then he's like, all right, let's fucking do this. And then he sits down. I'm like, but his reaction made it seem like he didn't know that Jamie was on the show.
1: Oh, 100 But like, if they have been
0: watching the show, I would have like, or maybe he just doesn't like, this is the night that.
1: I think this was a premiere of this particular show.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. I guess I just misunderstood that. Because I was like, if he's been watching the show, surely he would have known that Jamie was already on there. Uh Oh,
1: that was my guess. Um, I I was kind of rolling with that just because it's like the premiere of their show. So I'm like, oh, well, sense. maybe it's just you know, it's like the premiere of the season or whatever. Especially because he didn't know Jamie was on there, and right. they were introducing like the cast of characters, and that usually only happens in the very beginning, anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're that definitely makes more sense. I was, I just in my head, I was like, why is he acting surprised?
1: I know. <laughs> Look, my only experience really with reality TV shows is So You Think You Can Dance because that was totally like my guilty <laughs> pleasure show. Um I I I don't think that ever came back after COVID, but um yeah, but that's like sort of a different kind of reality TV show.
0: Um and and yeah, that that's what ends the episode. Um so uh we'll talk about spoilers for the rest of season 2 for like a few minutes. Um The conversation in the bar, we find out a little bit about, like, we already know Ted doesn't really like therapy. Mm -hmm. From season one, it's just more like, yeah, we tried couples therapy and, like, really didn't work out for us. But, like, his conversation with Beard is very, like, yeah, I felt like they were ganging up on me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which, given what we end up finding out, does that not... Completely play differently now to you. Now you've seen more than I have, but
0: um, yes. So I, I can't remember how much. So possible spoilers for season three because I'm gonna ask the question. Okay. Have, how have you seen anything in season three with him and his
1: ex-wife? Yes, he answered the phone. He was at their house, and they're gotcha. very clearly okay. seeing one another, and it was extremely awkward because he's like, "Hey, Ted," and Ted's like doctor so and so and i was like no yes. she is okay. not dating the fucking therapist
0: that's fucked up right
1: right that is so messed up and so this scene when it plays out again i was like holy shit i'm like did did he have any idea he legit seems shocked in season 3 but yeah. the then when you rehear it it sounds like she's been having an affair Maybe not a sexual one, but definitely an emotional one with the therapist for a very long time. I mean, it's
0: so fucked up.
1: He was her therapist, and then he became their marriage counselor, and then they split up, and then supposedly she starts dating him.
0: I mean, I would think you could have to... Like, even if she's not your patient anymore, I would think you could have to lose your license for that. Like, it seems so unethical. It seems so unethical. And especially because, like... So, when Ted tells Beard all that, I at least me at the time, I was like, okay, I understand Ted's line of thinking, but then by by the end, like, his relationship with Sharon has changed everything so much that, like, I'm like, oh, so, no, Ted was really also a big part of the problem like the way he yeah. processes things and like you can see not that you're not on his side but you're just like yeah man you're not like like your way of doing things is not perfect and it does not really work it doesn't hold up yeah. um so you kind of understand why all of that fell apart but then you get to the beginning of season three and she's fucking dating the therapist and it's just like what the fuck man this whole thing is messed up
1: yeah, and it, it sheds a whole new light on this conversation, I will say, because it's like, maybe it it when you first see this, you're like, okay, well, maybe that's a little unfounded. You know, I, could, I, I mean, I could see how he would feel like he was being ganged up on, especially because dude was his wife's therapist before, which was a detail I didn't fully catch or process on a first watch. But I certainly stood out to me now.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, they either went back and like picked up pieces and like, uh, I mean, we talk about this all the time. They were either planning a lot of stuff early on or they're just really, really good at going like, hey, what about this thread? Let's pick it back up and do this with it. Um
1: Yeah, one of the two, which, I mean, you know, either way is fine as long as it's well-written and makes sense. And so far, I mean, they haven't let me down so far, so.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we do get some evil Nate in this episode, too. Oh, my Um, God. What's what's the other kid's name? Will? Will. Yeah. He's so fucking mean to him, man.
1: Right? I was like... It's
0: just... Oh, my God.
1: I feel like... I feel like on my first watch of this, I kind of just... Almost brushed it off a little of just like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's still trying to like feel out his position. Like this is how he was treated and kind of still sympathizing with Nate, even though he's being like a total asshole. But there's a little bit more that they drop in this episode of the way Nate like acts and behaves and like his initial go to reaction of things. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's they they (laughs) were setting it up. I mean,
0: what position does your mom play on this team? I'm like, yeah, damn, dude.
1: Yeah, no, he has a couple other ones. It may not be in this scene, but maybe a little later and I can't remember exactly what he says, but it was just kind of like pretty, like it's, uh, oh, his paycheck. Maybe we should should remind him of his fucking paycheck. I'm like, holy shit, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like the, cause he's talking about Danny, right? Yes. Like he accidentally killed a dog, man. Like, come on back off you know just uh um, oh
1: god so much foreshadowing
0: yeah uh evil night man I, yeah. I can't i can't wait for you to get caught up on season 3 there's so much good night stuff yeah. um I, I i made to add, before we got into spoilers i'm going to ask you what your favorite joke from the episode was, or funny bit from the episode was um th- there wasn't a time... there was some like ha <laughs> ha and cute stuff but nothing like I was like rolling in the floor. Um, although <laughs> no, Danny they're... waking up from the dream with two women in his bed, <laughs> really, I was just like, oh, "That's pretty funny."
1: <laughs> that was pretty funny and caught me a little bit off guard, but was but was really funny. Um,
0: <laughs> he's distraught, but not so distraught that he didn't go to a bar and pick up two women.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. That's like yeah, so that he can so that he can forget. I was like, that just kind of cracked me up. Um, no, there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of things that made me laugh out loud, but I'm struggling to come up with like an exact quote, like off the top of my head, other than the one that we already talked about with like, you know, you don't say Macbeth in the theater and that whole yeah. like <laughs> sequence, which was hilarious. But there, there's a lot of little Ted moments and just like Ted isms throughout the episode that really, that really made me laugh. Um, yeah. And in the beginning, I mean everything that was going on between all of them, between like Beard and him, and even a little bit with Nate, but it was just—it was all like just pure I pray? gold. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was so good. Uh, oh. and, um,
0: it's—it was a—it's such a—it's a good premiere, man. And it was a longer episode. Like we ended with an hour-long episode in season one, but most of them were about thirty minutes. I think mm-hmm. this one runs at about forty minutes. Yeah. So and. We're getting to those longer, longer episodes. I, I don't think there's been a short episode in season three.
1: No, um, the season three ones are noticeably longer. They're like, all, aren't they all pushing the hour mark?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I'm not complaining. So. I'm
1: not either. Um, good. More Ted Lasso, always.
0: So, yeah, uh, that's season two. Uh, goodbye, Earl. Uh, poor Earl. Uh,
1: R.I.P. Although
0: we do meet a nude puppy to, that either in the next episode, in the first few episodes, we meet the new mascot, which yeah. is kind of cute. So thankfully, they don't kill the puppy. Um, God, and no. <laughs> University of Georgia just got a new, ma- a new uh, mascot. Oh, uh, they did? There's uh, a new Uga? Uh, okay. yeah. Um, the 11th one, I think. Oh, jeez. So, That's um, it? I feel yeah. like there should be more. That's what I thought. I was like, how, haven't y'all been doing this for, like, I don't know, 100 years or something? <laughs> so,
1: yeah, how are there only 11? I, is that right? I don't...
0: That's what I said. it's will 11. So, yeah, I, guess, I they, guess they've only been doing a live dog for... Because uh, they get one, like, every decade or so, I think. Every 7 or 8 years.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like the lifespan of a, a bulldog is, like, 10 years. Which, I,
0: I guess if it's every 7 or 8 years, and this is the 11th one, that's, like, 77. So... That's probably right.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. Do they do they wait? This is going to sound morbid. Do they wait for him to die or do they retire him?
0: They uh, almost always retire him.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. So I
0: think there might have been one or two that unexpectedly passed. Oh. So, um, anyway, uh, go check out everything else we're doing over at xwingfiles.com go rate and review this podcast. Uh we're on we're definitely on iTunes. We're also definitely on the Google thing. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but I know we're on there cuz I submitted it and then I found it. Google so,
1: Google Podcasts?
0: Yes, that thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: And uh you can uh listen to Jess uh talk about Superman and Lois, which is yeah fucking emotional man
1: oh god it's, i have to
0: watch it in bits and pieces
1: it's 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 killing it's it's killing me too it's it's tough it's it's hitting too close to home for sure <laughs> yeah for yeah. a it's lot of rushed. people which i think is like the whole reason that they wanted to do it but yeah um it's yeah it's really emotional but uh if you're, if you're there for it or if you uh want to catch up on anything past superman and lois or all of star girl or all of legends of tomorrow you can find that all covered on the tomorrow's legends podcast pop it into google you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts
0: Yep, yeah, it's a good show and eventually i will write an email into the show <laughs> um you
1: can write I, one whenever so, i'm serious we will read old stuff I, at the top of the show
0: it's like two in the morning when I'm working, well, quote, working and there's nothing to do because it's two in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to write an email. And then I inevitably open up my laptop, get distracted by something else. And then <laughs> I'll listen to the podcast and I'm like, ah, shit, I still haven't done that. Um, <laughs>
1: that's fine. <laughs> do
0: you do you watch Titans?
1: Um, I've watched the first season, most of the second season, and that's as far as I got.
0: Do you care if I spoil something minor in the latest episode? No. Okay. So, Stargirl shows up in the latest episode for like five minutes. Oh, I already did. And knew that. it, <laughs> okay. It made me so happy. So, I was like, oh, it's Stargirl.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, cool. They, they spoiled that a long time ago. Breck spoiled it on her socials. So,
0: oh, man. I'm, I'm glad I don't follow because oh, it was yeah. such such a, just like, nice, thing to see. Um I mean the show got a nice wrap up anyway but That's good. That's good. She just seems like such a nice person and uh, honestly she kicked ass as Yay. that character so She did. Um, I
1: loved her as Star Girl. I was so, yeah. sad that i was sad they
0: got canceled. It, it was like after Legends it was probably my favorite of all the shows. Yeah, me um, too. Um, but yeah go listen them talk about all that. It's really good. Uh don't watch the Flash. It's terrible. Um, oh we
1: could they covered that too jeff and uh martin are covering that if you care to listen <laughs> to that i'm not i bowed out um but they are covering it so it's also in our feed i forgot about that <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah if you're uh, may, I, I don't know how they feel about it because i haven't listened but maybe if you're liking it uh and you know you need somebody to also like it maybe go listen to them i <laughs> you will not find that person in me unfortunately Um, anyway, we'll be back next week talking about episode two and, uh, you know, hopefully maybe at the end, uh, some more season three stuff. So, uh, we will see you guys then.